0: Hey guys, it's Kayla Coleman, the Chief Operating Officer of the Tyler Miller Team, and I'm here with another agent spotlight. Today we have Nathan Atkinson with us.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm to talk with your hands.
0: I know. I I'm not like
1: there. You're not blocking it. I'm
0: not blocking it. I know. I'm just like, ee. okay. Um, well, you've had a stellar like last month. I mean, you had a good year overall, um, but the last month you've really been cranking out different appointments and stuff like that um and so I just want to talk to you a little bit about it where you're finding success and um the basically just where you're having success I guess so in the last 30 days you've had 27 appointments who you meeting with what are you doing fill me in
1: good question um just kind of anybody and everyone so like having the podcast now that gives me a reason to kind of reach out to other people and other professions and just kind of get to meet more people, whether that be insurance agent, financial advisor, um, just other business owners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that just kind of helps get my name out there, get my brand out there, which we've seen with other people in their podcasts. Yeah. So just kind of doing something just to grow the sphere and stuff like that. Um, I did that event. So that was just kind of fun. Yes. Like I think my thought is maybe do something kind of extra like once a month. So yeah, the event last month, want to do like a webinar at some point yeah or either that or just do like Thanksgiving messages and count that as a thing because I'm gonna try to message everyone in my sphere at some point
0: that's a lot today
1: yeah (laughs) hey
0: but you can just sit on the couch and type them all out and just it it takes a lot of time but it's really good gives people a touch keeps you top of mind yeah um so when you're meeting with these people what kind of things are you talking about
1: um just anything and everything real estate related like I'm I don't know like if I'm meeting with I don't want it to be, like, a script where it's, like, the same stuff that we're talking about over and over again. Right. And, like, I feel like it's – I don't know. I don't want it to just be, like, hey, I'm meeting with you. Like, let me get direct business from you. I'd mm-hmm. just rather, like, sit down and talk, and then we kind of find, like, a unique way that we can work together. Yeah. I think everyone has their own, like, synergies and stuff like that. Like, I might work great with someone for open houses, and mm-hmm. I might work great with someone for, like, making videos and stuff like that. So it's just kind of, like, talking, getting to know them, their business – what works really good for them and then like how we can mesh and like help each other out
0: mesh it, yeah um i think that's so important you know like you have to find people that work for you and we talk about it on the team all the time like someone might be really good on the phone talking to people but then they get in front of people and they're like kind of freeze up and mm-hmm. can't do it some people would rather do open houses because they'd rather meet someone face to face than cold calling them so it's finding the partners that you work alongside with to kind of have the same thing as well mm-hmm. cool um you've also had 13 open houses
1: yeah I've been trying to get a lot busier with those Mm -hmm. Um, and then just even like tracking stats and stuff just to kind of I don't know I mean I was like looking back I was like I did not I looked back and I was like I've got whatever x amount of open house leads and it was I think the numbers were like I think like 10 to 20 percent of people that walked through open houses that I got their info like ended up buying whether that was with me or with someone else Mm -hmm. and that's just in the last 12 months yeah and so I was like wow that's that's really high converting, like 15%. And that's just like the people that I was able to talk to and get their info on. It's like, okay, if I can do four open houses a weekend and if I get one to two good leads a weekend, then that's, you know, whatever, math, it'll translate. After two weekends, you'll yeah. probably close the deal. Hopefully. Two or three weekends. That's the hope. I mean, just kind of keep doing it over and over again, just kind of build up the sphere and just get more leads. You know, I've met met like a six to 700K buyer, someone who wants to buy a condo, someone... Mainly those two are kind of, like, the highest priority. Then I've got, like, another three to four that I've kind of met in the last month that are, like, actively looking for stuff.
0: Last spring you met Minnesota Wild Player, too.
1: I did, yeah.
0: What was his name again?
1: Frederick Gaudreau.
0: Yes, that was it. And they ended up not buying, right?
1: They ended up buying a piece of land through (sighs) someone
0: else. (laughs) Oh, that's the worst.
1: Yeah, well, they – so I showed them a piece of land. So they said that they were looking for something specific, like kind of a unicorn property. Yeah. They wanted essentially like a $2 million house for like $1.8 mm-hmm. And then so we looked at a piece of land and stuff. We're kind of talking through options. The builder there is like, we can't do anything for less than like two point two. That's just not what we do. We bring out architects and this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, you could find someone that could build it for less than that. And so I was kind of going out, reaching out to a few people. And then they're like, you know what? We actually decided that we're just going to renovate our house in Canada and just do that. I was like, Okay. Um, then I went to go follow up with them after a little bit just to be like, Hey, how are things going in Canada? Just out of curiosity, I'm like, what well, if they bought something? They did.
0: <sighs> that sucks.
1: Yeah, but it's like what do you do? It's like I don't know. It's not like I was best friends with them or
0: anything. No, but so since they had the house in Canada when they when he was here playing, did he just like rent an apartment or something or
1: No, they had a house They had too. a
0: house here yeah. too. Okay. Just wasn't a massive one. So you talk about numbers a lot with your open house, which I think it's super important because not a lot of people do it enough, right? Um, we kind of did the math the other day after the call night and it was, okay, we made this many calls and set this mm-hmm. many appointments, which is great. Doing it on a large scale like that, it's pretty easy. But doing it day-to-day being like, okay, this day I I know that if I call this many people, I'll end up with this many appointments approximately. So like the fact that you're doing that for your open houses is super great because you can just be like okay i'm having a slow month i'm just gonna go pound out four six open houses and i know i'll get something out of it so Mm -hmm.
1: and then i track like the day time price point how many people came through how much info i got and then who's like a legit lead yeah because then i can see oh i did like 10 open houses at like three to four hundred k and like 10 people came through on average or whatever. Or yep. like I did them at six to 700 and like two people came through on average. And then just kind of seeing that, seeing like where leads are coming from because then I can, I don't know, I just want to find like the most bang for my buck. Like totally. if I can do two open houses that give me the same results as four, and it's like, oh, I'll totally do, do that. Do you have
0: like a massive spreadsheet for this?
1: Not massive, but it's growing.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's exciting. I want to see that because I nerd out over that stuff. So like that's cool that you're tracking it down to that. And then it's probably – You're probably also tracking, like, is it the first weekend on the market? Is it a second weekend? Did they do a price reduction? Okay, well, there you go. You can add that one. That one. I Trade market.
1: Yeah. I mean, I normally just go for, like, something that's been on for, like, less than 14 days. Yeah. So that's, I guess, almost everything I've done. But I should, like, if there is a recent price reduction or, like, how many days it's been on the market or something like that.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. I also go on, like, Zillow, too. Like, if I'm looking at houses, like, I'll go on EXP listings. I'll find, like, 10. And I go on Zillow and I'm like, okay, what has the most saves and likes and views? Mm. And I'm like, okay, like people are going to show up to that one yeah. in theory.
0: That makes sense. Jeez, you're a mad scientist. I like I it. just
1: like numbers, I guess.
0: I know you do. We're <laughs> going to come back to that. Don't worry. Um, and then, so then when, also within the last 30 days, you've had one accepted offer. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about where they came from, their story, anything like that you want to share?
1: Um, So they were referred to me by another lender. Um, Some of their Zillow leads, they just kind of sent them over. They're like, hey, you know, looking to just get in front of these people. Like we haven't talked with, or we've talked with some of them, but they just haven't really transacted or anything. So I just kind of took them on and just have been calling through a couple times a month, just going through the whole list and just reaching out to people, just seeing where I can provide value and whatnot. And, uh, you know, one of them, she was kind of, she'd kind of start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. Then I just got in contact with her and then just kind of, showed her the path, kind of laid out things. I was like, hey, like, we can get this done. Like, this could be, you can get what you want. And she's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of that little enthusiasm then just kind of laying things out and just kind of showing that it's not as scary as it is, I Mm -hmm. think just kind of helped her go, yeah, let's let's move forward and do this. And so, I don't know, that had to be late summer. So a couple months later, we get her into a townhouse that she loves.
0: And I think that's the thing that people have a hard time with right now is they want instant gratification. Mm -hmm. They want to... Get a call for a Zillow lead and they want to close them that day. And it's just not super realistic. It can happen and it's awesome when it does, you know, because then your dollar per hour on them Mm -hmm. is lower. But a lot of these people, it's a long game. You gotta call for six months a year. You gotta keep providing value and education. And you have to be in it for the long game. You can't come into this thinking you're gonna get a sale your first week. It can happen, but it might not always. So What is your follow... So like you said, you try and follow up with those people once a month, once every couple months?
1: Yeah. So at first when I got them, I was probably following up. I mean, I went through the list more frequently, but then now it's like kind of once a month because it's like, okay, they've been bugged for a while and stuff like that. And it's like, you never know who you're going to get a hold of. So you just kind of go through the list, call them all once a month, and then just kind of go from there.
0: Right. And luckily, like with the little bit of rate drop here, you had a reason to reach Mm -hmm. out where before it was just like, hey... How's it going? Mm-hmm. You want to buy a house yet? Or are you yeah. going to pretend to ignore me? So um, have you tried the like, hey, is this da-da-da text?
1: Yeah, I've done those. and then, But you always get the like, yeah, and then nothing And else. then
0: they never reply. Yeah,
1: Or yeah, who's this? It's like, I've texted you 80 times at this point. Scroll up.
0: Right. Yeah. Ugh, that's so <laughs> frustrating. Um, So you're super into numbers. Mm-hmm. I should have texted you this last night when I was thinking about it. I thought about it. When I saw your podcast pop up last night, you always in the script battle hit us with some like crazy numbers and statistics. So what is a stat out there right now about the housing market or anything like that, that you're kind of providing for different people that you're in contact with?
1: Um, So one I've been thinking about, um, I don't know if it's, well... So, looking at the overall real estate market, yes. we,
0: yeah, there's... I love this. I love because you're just about to just like explode. Just go, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah.
1: there's so much. So, like, I look at prices and as they're rising, right? Like, whatever the average home price probably five years ago was two fifty or something. Yeah. now we're three seventy five. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to keep rising, rising, rising in the metro. Looking at numbers, there's nothing that points to like prices going down. Like supply, we have a million homes on the market versus 4 million in 2008. There's 22,000 new households since then. 40% of mortgages are below 3%. Um, Institutional (laughs) investors own 25% of single-family homes, so that's going to raise to 40% in 2030. It's like looking at all that, when are prices going to go down? They're not. I think the prediction is that the average home price in Minnesota is half a million by 2026, 2027. So it's like, if you just call it 2030, yeah, 40% of homes, single family homes are bought by institutional investors. They'll never be sold to a like average person again.
0: Nope.
1: Um, Probably 10 to 20% of single family homes have a rate below 3% and they really don't want to sell.
0: I don't want to sell and mine's below that.
1: Exactly. So it's like not too many people are going to sell. So there's less single family homes, keeping supply even smaller, which just keeps driving prices up. Mm -hmm. And so when the average home price is half a million dollars... It's like if you're a single person making a hundred thousand dollars, you probably can't even really afford that. Yeah. Which is kinda of crazy to think about. And so the thought is that we're gonna be a country of renters or like the affordability is gonna be eroded and eroded and eroded. And so it's like, what do you do to prepare for the future? So the government rolling out that like 5% down program. Yep. I was talking with another lender and he thinks that's kind of like to combat that. Yeah. Um, Because it's like you can house hack and then you're making rental income so that you're not paying 3000 a month for three bedrooms by yourself. Yeah. So I think that's valuable. Um, also, another guy brought out like townhouses, condos, and like multi-unit properties are going to be the wave of the future just because... You know, you can put a single family home down and rent that out for 2000 or you could put a, a four unit and rent that out for 8000
0: Right. And I think that there's like a change in like the demographic as well where like there's a lot of single people out there that never mm-hmm. want to settle down. So having those smaller units and like or more, more like apartment based homes, I think, is something that a lot of people are looking for, you mm-hmm. know, not. A single family house for themselves and they're a single person and they plan to be single for the rest of their life you know yeah. so
1: yeah and then there's just a lot with that and then so just that like I, that's gonna affect everyone differently like if you're someone my age 22 and you're like looking to buy your first house then Wait, like,
0: you're still only 22 yeah oh my gosh everyone
1: forgets i'm 22 I, i'm younger than nate uh, by like a couple months but
0: you guys make me feel old <laughs> Because I think about the things I was doing when I was 22, and oof, duh. That's okay. Anywho, sorry. We're still kids.
1: We still do things. Um, (laughs) But no, it's like, that's different for everyone else. Like, if you're someone that's like, I want to invest, then it's like, okay, maybe, like, multi-units might be the way to go, Mm -hmm. like, just finding that path to get there. Um, If you're, like, a young 22, like, looking to kind of buy the first home, then it's, like, kind of telling people, like, yeah, you maybe want that, like, four-bedroom home right away. Right. But prices are going to just keep going right so it's like kind of get your foothold in the market buy like a two-bedroom home buy a condo buy a townhouse then you're gonna like really enjoy that appreciation as it goes up rates are gonna drop at some point whether that be one two five years Mm -hmm. and so at that point you just it opens up a lot of possibilities I mean if you look back at people who what you bought two three years ago or something like that I
0: bought in 2016 never mind (laughs) Um, I bought in 2016 and we got an interest rate it was 2.75 2.75 so when the rates dropped during covid it wasn't even low enough for us to mm-hmm. consider refinancing we could have maybe got like half a percent but the cost. with the cost it wasn't worth it mm-hmm. but yeah wow
1: well i guess that's way off there um but my thoughts no. just like people who bought like two three years ago like their house went up 20 30 value like they yeah. made 50 60 hundred thousand dollars and so it's like that's just kind of what I try to highlight to people is like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you might not get the house you want necessarily, but that's just kind of the way things are. Mm -hmm. You could go make another 40 grand a year and get the house or you can buy something smaller now and make 40 grand from appreciation.
0: Yeah. Like our house, when we bought it it was 180 and now we could sell it for well over three, which is just insane. Mm -hmm. Is it we're we're in Brooklyn Park. We didn't want to end up there. I, my neighborhood's quiet. Like, there's no problems with it. But it's not where we want to stay forever. Like, I don't want to see my neighbors, you know? But, yeah. again, it's the what we want to buy. We like our Do 12 you
1: want to buy a $1.5 million property with a private pond? Mm,
0: no, no, I don't. No. There's a shop? No, I'm good.
1: Do you run a business out of it? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I like our house, but, like, I also really like our mortgage payment, mm-hmm. which is really nice, which... You know, I know the whole, like, your lifestyle interest rate and all of that. But I just don't know. It's not in the cards for us yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, when it makes sense to, like, spend more money to have something that you really, really like, then it...
0: Right. You know, I think a lot of it will be, like, once we have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they're in school and stuff. Because ultimately, we don't want to sell our house. We want to keep it and rent it out and whatever. But, um, yeah, once we have kids that are in school, we'll probably end up moving out of Hennepin County probably for sure.
1: So. And then go where? Anoka?
0: Mm, Anoka or like Sherburn like up there like Rock. not Rock. like Zimmerman Dayton Princeton that's probably a little far but up in that area we want land so yeah go to Oak Grove uh well Tom's at City of Otsego now oh so like yeah. we had to be a little bit more yeah. west than like before what we were thinking um we just want to make sure that goes well, too. You know, he really likes it, but we definitely want to get out of Hennepin County. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, okay, cool. Anything else about those numbers you want to talk about? Um, you went off, and, like, there's <laughs> so much there that I'm just, like, like I know what it means, but some other people don't. So I just wanted to see if there's anything else you want to talk about there.
1: I can always talk about numbers, um, but that's That's just that you. About, I, I love guess. it. Okay. Yeah.
0: I love it. Well, we'll have you back on, and then we'll have more numbers.
1: I'll prepare something.
0: Okay. I'll tell you next time. I just wanted to see what you could throw at me. Um, Okay. So I always like to do, like, a little fun segment to break up the work talk. Work real estate talk. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, So some people I've done, like, word associations. I've done, like, letter associations. Tony, we talked about, like, oldest trick in the book. That was kind of fun. It's kind of like dad tricks you know um for you i want to do when i say a color what you think of okay first thing that comes to your mind okay you, is that okay
1: yeah i'm just curious what i'll come up with
0: okay teal tangerine Hmm.
1: tangerine
0: tease. okay I, I like alliteration like it. i was like I'm not sure what you're tra- where, where you're going with that one. Um, see, I wrote down letters. I, I screwed myself on this one. I wrote down letters versus actual words. So that's real. I just don't know what I was doing. So
1: you just wrote T for teal?
0: Um, yeah, I guess so.
1: <laughs>
0: huh. um, purple.
1: Platypus. <laughs> I no, know. octopus. Octopus, I saw an octopus, then I said platypus.
0: Platypus is like, it kind of looks like a duck. But it has like four legs, right? Carry the platypus. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna look at my camera roll for pictures or for colors because I just mauve. What color is that? Mauve. It's like a like purpley, browny, pink. Okay, never mind. We'll skip that color. Sand. Sand. I'm here for it. Green. Grass. Hmm, I was looking at grass too. Um, red bull hmm I would have never said that matador (laughs) do you drink red bull
1: Eh, sometimes yeah Really? I need energy I was thinking like bull bull not red bull oh like that's why I said matador Uh.
0: well yeah but isn't there a matador on the red bull cans
1: maybe I don't know
0: what flavor of red bull is your favorite sugar free okay that makes sense I was like, I don't think i ever seen you with a Red Bull. I think I always see you with, like, a Gatorade bottle mm-hmm. or Prime. Are you still drinking Prime?
1: I haven't in a while. I should get some.
0: I think they have it at Costco now. Really?
1: Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. It's growing.
0: Next time I go to Costco, I'll look at the price for you if you want me to pick you up a case.
1: I drink Prime Energy a lot.
0: I thought the original Prime had Energy. Mm-mm. There's a difference?
1: hmm They have, like, an Energy drink with, like, 200 milligrams of caffeine and BCAAs. And electrolytes, I think.
0: Electrolytes is what I like. Okay, brown. Dirt. Yeah. It's Minnesota this time of year. Brown Mm -hmm. and dirt. Yeah. Sad time of year. It's okay. It's okay. We have to stay positive. It's a hard time of year. Mm -hmm. The seasonal depression.
1: I want to get a sun lamp.
0: I have seen those before, and you sit and, like, work with it, like, mm-hmm. on your face. I use Sometimes I'll go tanning. Like, I'll just go, like, tan, like, one day a week, and it just feels so good. Mm. But if you keep up on your vitamin D supplements, you feel way better.
1: Yeah, I need to get some.
0: I just do, like, little droppers. It works. Mm. Cool. Um, I was really unprepared for that. I put letters and not whatever, so I looked through my camera roll, But it worked. It's just fun because, like, other people, I don't know what people would say when they I say a color.
1: Probably something different.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting. That's why I like doing it. Because people think of like the craziest things. Like Nate, I said winter. And I expected him to say hockey. And he said snowmobiling. Hmm. Who knew? Anywho. Why
1: didn't he say hockey? I don't know. It's maybe a year-round thing for him, though. And that's maybe why he didn't. Yeah.
0: I was just like shocked. We were sitting here and I was like, you're joking, right? He's like, no. I was like, okay. Go on, um, cool. I just like to break it up a little bit. Something fun, mm-hmm. kind of like the questions that we ask you guys. Like it just like breaks it like uh for the the post, mm-hmm. like different things. What you guys just breaks it up a little bit. Um, okay. So before you came to the team, you were a solo agent mm-hmm. with CBB,
1: CBB Century Twenty One,
0: Century Twenty One. I couldn't remember if it was Century Twenty One or Coldwell. They don't have CBB Burnett. there. In Wisconsin?
1: Not where I was. It was like Coldwell River Valley or something.
0: Okay. Did you guys have a Dyna over there at that time? No. No. It was just probably like those two and like a bunch of little small ones.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a Remax, a Century 21, a couple of EXP offices, um, like a Gerard Heschler that was like in Castle Realty, which don't exist elsewhere, I think.
0: Yeah. Cool. So you were with them but before that you were in college at river falls no the
1: turbo and lacrosse lacrosse so, i just
0: am butchering this day. Yeah.
1: so i graduated in 2019 went to school in lacrosse um then after six months COVID hit and then i finished out the semester then dropped out then spent like six to seven months just like working as much as i could yep. at pizza place and a golf course and then i got my license um like end of 2020 start of 2021 OK. And then moved here March of 2022. Moved back here. Moved back here. Team.
0: Yeah. So, um, oh, my gosh, I had a question and my train of thought just like completely left my body. That
1: happens to me every day.
0: You went to school for were you going to school for like physical therapy?
1: I was going to be a nutritionist,
0: a nutritionist. OK. Yeah. And that makes total sense. Like I like food. You, <laughs> li- you like food, but you like clean food. Yeah. Which I'm not
1: good at. Yeah, well, I just, like, got into it, and then it just, it starts to, like, drive me crazy a little bit too much, because then you, like, really know, like, all the stuff, because there's, I'm going to butcher the number, I think there's, like, 46 essential vitamins and nutrients, which, mm-hmm. like, you're just never going to get all those in, like, a healthy amount in your body. No. And, like, I spent a period of time where I was, like, I have to get all this in me, and it's, like, how do I, Right. like, you got to eat, like, nine ounces of salmon, and eat this, and that, and that, it's, like, that's alone, just Take a lot these of these vitamins.
0: And sometimes, like, I was, like, on a vitamin kick for a while where I was taking, like, so many supplements because I knew I couldn't get them all from food. And I would get so full trying to take all my vitamins because of the amount of water I had to drink to get them all down that then I wasn't eating lunch because I was so full from, like, drinking all this water. and Because I have such a hard time with pills and, like, some of those vitamins are, like, big.
1: Like Like omegas?
0: Like fish, yeah, like omega-3 and, like, fish oil pills and, like could not get
1: them down take like two or three of those at a time
0: no i can't do that it's just
1: like the angle of your head
0: yeah i've heard if you look down it helps to swallow pills
1: i look straight up
0: yeah i don't know it TikTok told me it
1: I just look up you gotta make a straight tube
0: i don't know i can't do it but okay so you decided to get into real estate out there What made you decide to reach out to our team when you decided to move over from Wisconsin?
1: Um, Well, I was moving, and then I just, like, went on realtor.com and just looked up, you know, top teams in Minnesota. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, where would be a fun place to work? And then I just, like, went through all the top ones, and I saw, like, I saw the TMT and Tyler's profile, and I read that. I was like, ooh, that sounds, like, fun. Like, that'd be my number one. And then I figured, like, but, like, when I was in lacrosse, like, I emailed, like, five, six places, and, like two responded and one gave me the time of day with an interview so I figured like I got to reach out to so many places up here to like figure something out right um but I saw like Tyler I'm like that's my number one so I'll send him an email I'll give him like 24 hours and then I'll email everyone else and then just go from there right well, he responded within 24 hours and I just never emailed everyone else right because I was like oh well just meet with him see where things go and then we got on the phone and then we talked for like two hours I was like oh like that's cool like I'd like to work there right And then next time I was in Minnesota, I just came up here to the office and met him. And then he's like, you know, whenever you come up here, you got to spot on the team.
0: Right. Um, So what about our profile versus others that you looked at or things in the conversation were different that you were looking for kind of in your mind?
1: Um, I mean, I could tell I was just going to be like high level, like sales, like get the job done, work hard, like sell houses, um, which is something I liked. But then also just seeing like the team culture and just like, you know, kind of where I was before. Like a lot of people were, I don't know the average age was maybe like fifty, forty, or something in the office. Which it's not the case here. No. Um, you know, our average age is got to be under thirty. Got to be like twenty-five or something. 25 we got a few 30.
0: people that you know, between like me, Tyler, Jordan, Corey, Anessa, and Jaden. I bet we're closer to thirty than you think.
1: I guess yeah. It's like four younger ones, and everyone else is like mid-thirties.
0: Yeah. And then we got a few old grandpas and grandmas, but that's okay. So yeah, the culture, the work hard ethic, the put your head down and get it done, but we like to have fun at the same time kind of thing. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Obviously, we were with EXP when you joined us already, but since joining EXP, what benefits do you kind of feel from the brokerage or maybe if you were to go out solo someday, why would you maybe keep your license with EXP versus transferring somewhere else?
1: Um, I mean, for me, like looking at having a long career in real estate or at least the potential to have a long career, um, I think EXP makes the most sense because you're not going to get like you don't get the downline kind of stuff that you get at other brokerages. Mm -hmm. That's like one that's potential retirement. But then two, having that cap in there, like if you're someone that goes off and does. Just a crap ton of business. Mm-hmm. The most you're ever gonna pay is sixteen thousand. Yeah. And if you do crap ton of business, you can get that sixteen thousand back. Yep. So it's like working for free would be super cool. Yeah. Um, and then just, I mean, the collaboration of it too. Like, I've just gotten so much from being at EXP that like, I don't know why I would move elsewhere. It's like you know all the people you've kind of created the relationships. Like you've kind of figured out like, I don't know. There's just It's a good culture. There's just so much benefit to it that I just don't see why I'd go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And it was something where, like, I was looking for teams when I moved. I wasn't necessarily looking for brokerages. Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of fell into eXp, but I'm really glad I did because it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't really want to be elsewhere. Yeah. You know, like where I was before, there was a franchise fee and then an office fee and then, like, you had all these splits. So, like, if I was on a team there, it would be, you know, X percent, like, a little under 10 percent to the century 21 name. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a split with your office, so then like 50/50 or 40/60 or whatever. That's insane
0: that they take that much.
1: And then you have a team split on top of that if you're on a team. And then you keep everything after there. So it's like at the end of the day, if you're like on a team and you have a 50/50 there and you have the 10% and then the office split, you're ending up with like 22% of your commission. That's insane. 25%, yeah.
0: It's just sick that people think they can do that and like think it's right you know like
1: well that's kind of the thing it's like we don't have physical offices so we don't have the overhead expense mm-hmm. it's like when you have offices office managers all this other stuff like those people have to get paid so that has to come out of your commission somehow
0: yep yeah and that was something we ran into with edina you know um we paid a lot of money into them every year and it was like well but how much do you need to make off of us because Like, are we just helping fund keep all your other offices open or, you know, what's going on here? So, yeah, I definitely like that about eXp. And then it's our office space is a write-off for the team. So, like, we can have the office space, but it's not, like, a total, like, waste of money to have it because it's Mm -hmm. a write-off and a benefit in that way. Yeah,
1: and you could do what you wish. Like, with your money, it's not, like, you have to have this office space. Like, you have to have these fixed expenses. Or not even fixed expenses, but, like, you have... Like, just the split because of the expenses. Right. Which, like, it frees you up to do other cool things. Like, I mentioned the other day, like, I've had this thought kind of passively for a year, but it'd be cool, like, down the line to, like, have a team where it's, like, you buy rentals mm-hmm. as a team, you know? And it's, like, so you have the splits, but as, as opposed to that split money going towards whatever, it goes towards, hey, we're going to pool this, and then we're going to buy a rental. Yep. Then we're going to buy 10, and all the agents are going to get a salary because of that. Mm,
0: I that'd I be kind that'd of cool. that'd be really cool. That's kind of a unique thought. And then Um, you kind of have a fund, too, so, like, if something goes out, water heater goes out, you already kind of have a fund Mm -hmm. built up for that.
1: Yeah, and it could be something where, like, you have different divisions. Like, you have these guys flipping houses, and then you're taking a smaller cut of that. Like, you kind of let them do their thing, but you just get, like, a little fee. And then that all just kind of goes to this big pool, Then you just buy rentals with that, then everyone just has, like, some cash flow. Um, I don't know. Give everyone cash flow. Company keeps the equity here. I don't know.
0: I like it that's smart you talked about relationships that you have with exp i know that you felt kind of relationship with daniel de mm-hmm. um are you guys still meeting and hanging out
1: um i met with him in like july i think okay June he's so there. busy and especially yeah.
0: this time of year so
1: yeah no i mean i try not to like bug him too much i guess and yeah he's someone where he's like he's just a wealth such a wealth of knowledge that i feel like I don't know. It's kind of like with the exp zooms, like the Monday Masterclass or um, Mastermind and Masterclass, where it's you can get so much info that it's almost overwhelming. Because right. like, I don't know, I get a lot of ideas and I get excited about ideas, and I don't need thirty ideas in my head all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, meet someone like him. It's like if I meet with him two three times a year, he's gonna give me like so many different things to think about and kind of change the way I'm doing things that. I think it's better to kind of have that spaced out.
0: Right. You can meet with them twice a year and mm. still get just as much information. Yeah.
1: And what I've realized is like there's, you know, a lot of like Tyler knows a lot. Daniel knows a lot. Parker knows a lot. Like all the team leaders, like tons of people know a lot, but their way to getting to success isn't going to work for me a hundred percent. Right. It's like the case for everyone. So it's like, I also don't want to like take everything he says to a T like right. 80, 90, of what he says like take it to a T. but I know there's some amount that like I kind of have to find my own way
0: yeah like are you gonna hire a full-time showing agent you know stuff like that like and maybe you will get to that point one day which would be fun but Mm -hmm. you know there's only little things you can do
1: yeah and he's got a different model like I think his is like he has to kind of delegate out more things it's like there's you sell more houses but then you have more expenses and then that's kind of like like that's what I see with a lot of people it's like or, like, investors, like, I just bought 100 properties this year. It's, like, cool, but you use other people's money, and it's, like, you bought 100 properties, but you're making the same as if you bought two yourself.
0: Right. Yeah. 100%. Like, at, at some point, it gets to a how much of this do you want to spend and create more challenges for yourself versus just, like, keeping it a little bit more simple, which sometimes can be great. hmm Cool. Anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: Um no, no, that's
0: all, I had. that's all I got for you. So, right. thanks for coming on. Thanks and we'll have you again in a few months, probably. Um, I'll prep you with more numbers. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be like, let's talk about the, these numbers, and you'll just blow me away. We'll just do math, we'll, we'll just do, like do math, math the whole math. time. We'll just have spreadsheets pop up on the screen the whole time. Like,
1: uh, I just need numbers like 16 times 34 or something like that, you know?
0: Oh, yes, we will do that. That'd be fun. I don't know what 16 times 34 is.
1: 534, I think. What was it? 16 times 34, so 340, and then 170 plus 34, so 204 on top of the 350, so 354.
0: 544.
1: Oh, sorry, 5. Yeah. 544?
0: 16 times
1: 34? Oh, the 40.
0: 544? Yeah. It's okay. Was cool. We'll that start easy. Like you could start doing math with Tyler's kids now that they're homeschooled.
1: I could. You, we could, what like, you just send you over there. No. No. Well, <laughs> he's I like, won't do it.
0: Well, he's like, they're going to come work with you someday. Auntie Kale is going to be teacher <laughs> for the day. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if we need that. But
1: I can teach them math and numbers. Math, statistics, numbers cooking, statistics, cooking. Working out.
0: Nutrition. Hey, they all they need to learn it, and they're not learning it in school. So
1: There's a lot of stuff you don't learn in school.
0: Right. I think that's part of why way they're doing it. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye.